the Everyday is a New Day podcast and live show. The inspirational show about moving forward and choosing to be more of you. Transmuting the self-doubt and stepping into courageously aligned confidence in who you uniquely are. My name is Kim O'Neill. I'm a twice-certified transformational confidence coach, Reiki master, best-selling author, and former crime analyst who now helps empathic, heart-centered individuals shatter the noise of self-doubt, find clarity on what self-love really looks like, and the courage to be peacefully grounded in who you've always known you are from the inside out. Join me for the live shows on Facebook and YouTube and visit KimO'NeillCoaching.com for more info. Let's get to it. All right, and welcome to another Every Day is a New Day show. Take a deep breath, because this is time for you, time for you to receive and be present in the moment. I'm so grateful to have you here. And as we have been doing this year, let's go ahead and take a moment to shake off yesterday. Yesterday can literally be yesterday. It can literally be five seconds before you decided to tune in. Bringing yourself into this present moment, releasing things of the past, releasing what's weighing you down, releasing what may feel heavy, releasing whatever is taking you out of your power. Because your greatest power is in this moment. And there is always hope and potential and possibility for so much more in every, every, every moment. I want you to always know that and always be able to feel that. So just a quick little reminder, shake it off, shake it off. Woo! And let's start with a quote. So I have another quote I'd like to share with you today. Let me pop it up on the screen here. Since I did not do a show for St. Patrick's Day this year, I wanted to do an Irish saying that I found, and I love this one. May your day be touched by a bit of Irish luck, brightened by a song in your heart, and warmed by the smile of the people you love. And that is an Irish saying, and I want to include in there, I hope that you include the people you love, starting with you. So I hope you are including yourself in that. That's such a fantastic starting place. It's not about everyone else. You got to start with you and then we can bring everyone else in. Then we can connect with everyone else, right? Have that beautiful connection moment starts with you. Wonderful. Well, I have another fantastic guest for you today. I'm really, really excited because he's got fun energy and uh, he goes deep. I love deep conversations um, and no pressure to my guest who can already hear me. Uh, but let me share with you a little bit about him first and then we will bring him up on screen. So today we are going to be chatting with Jeff Lizowitz. Jeff Lizowitz is a critically acclaimed author and internationally in-demand life coach for heart-centered creatives and solopreneurs. He burns with a mission. I love his bio, by the way. He burns with a mission to inspire humans with a heartbeat and every flavor of creative to live their gifts and create meaningful lives of purpose, connection, success, and creativity. He is the author of not effing around, the no bullshit guide for getting your creative dreams off the ground. He's helped his clients overcome fear of failure, their inner critic, imposter syndrome, and many other things. And to top it off, Jeff is also an award-winning musician and producer, a college songwriting professor, and a distributed filmmaker. And today we are going to be chatting about 
purpose, connection, creativity, and love. And with that, I'm going to bring up Jeff. Welcome, Jeff. Purpose, connection, creativity, and love. Hold on. I just want to shake that off from yesterday a little bit because I, you know, good opportunity. I like it. Feels good, doesn't it? It feels great. Absolutely. Thank you for having me on the show. Thank you. You're welcome. And thank you for being here and um, and being who you are in the world, Jeff. I love it. Might as well. Who else are you going to be, really? <laughs> exactly, right? <laughs> Everybody so, else is taken, right? <laughs> yes, yes. It, it's true statements, truer words mm-hmm. never spoken. <laughs> Jeff, before we get into our topic, will you just share with us a little bit more about you know who you are and how you get got into the work that you're doing today? Um, I sense like really strong authenticity and awesome high vibe rich energy through just the little bits that I have gotten to know of you so far and I love it. Please help us help us know more about who you are and how you got to where you are. I love it and back at you as well. Seriously. <laughs> yes. Okay, so how did how did this all happen? Well, when I was a little kid, I was I was what you might call a weird friendless kid, okay? All kinds of imaginary playmates and all that. When I was about maybe seven or eight years old, it was the late 70s, and I was at summer camp, sleepaway camp, in the Pocono Mountains of Pennsylvania. Every night, you're a summer camper? No, but I've always wanted to go to the Poconos, so that's just really fun to hear. Don't mean to interrupt you, though. Keep going. It's okay. So every night after dinner, they had this thing called free play, where the kids would just kind of run amok for an hour. And this one particular summer, there was an empty cabin so a counselor, like a 20-year-old, brought up his drum kit, a big old 70s stereo, and a couple boxes of records, okay? And now think about it. This is the late 70s. We're talking about Bowie, Tom Petty, Billy Joel, Zeppelin, like some seriously good tunes, right? So I'm just this little kid, and I would sit under this tree as the sun would go down and the fireflies would kind of come out, and I'd listen to this guy this music in there. I was like, whoa, something is up, right? And then one day he comes out and he's like, hey, kid, come here. I'm like, what? He's like, you want to come in and check this out? I'm like, yeah. And I go in there and he puts on the Who song, Won't Get Fooled Again. And if you know that song, this is a major rocker. And I'm sitting there in this empty cabin with a drum set and a stereo and this guy and he just bangs the living hell out of this song. And my little heart explodes. I'm like, music is a big deal. <laughs> That's awesome. Wasn't too much longer. A couple years later, whatever. You know, I'm a teenager. You know, the parents are like, you know, what do you want to be when you grow up? I'm like, duh, rock star. They're like, oh, good, good Lord, no. Right? Anyway, I'm not going to give you my whole bio and all the million things in music, but I've done tons of stuff in music. I'm also a, a teacher of music and songwriting at a college, all this and that. Um, I, I found really that, you know, empowering people in their creativity and in their lives in general, because really everything we do is creative in a way, if you allow it to be, is a huge part of my personality. So I kind of put these two things together. I'm still do the writing. I've made films, the million photographs. I'll do tag team haikus with anybody on text, you know, 
including you, Kim. And uh, yeah. And so, you know, I I teach at the college and then I do the coaching bit. And that is, you know, all kinds of people. Like I've got, you know, spoken word poets and rappers and songwriters and dancers. I've got a guy making a movie right now. I mean, it just like goes on. Like the coolness never stops. Right. So that's, that's a, that's, that's me. I, I, I love it. So, um, I will just first preface. Sometimes I get so into like loving a conversation that I just like forget that I'm the host. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> anyway. So, okay. So, oh, that's awesomeness. Okay. Um, first thing coming to mind, would you like to do a haiku right now? Oh yeah, sure. So five okay. syllables, seven, five, you know how to do it. You want to start? I do. So the, the first thing that's coming to my mind is Jeff Liza Witz is. Oh, I'm trying to get in front of the camera. Jeff Liza Witz is. Okay. On Kim's podcast of awesome. Oh, yeah, baby. Woo. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Perfect. I love it. Okay. Um, okay. Thank, that was that was fun. Thank you for playing along. <laughs> that was fun. Not part of the regularly scheduled program, but <laughs> no. still pretty fun. Future guests beware or don't beware. You don't need to do a haiku <laughs> with me on screen. Okay. Okay. So okay. So what I ultimately hear, and it's already pretty obvious, but you had such a deep love and passion for creativity and music, of course, in particular, mm-hmm. that. Um, you found ways to make it a life and you're continuing to evolve because creativity is something that's continually being generated and created and expanded and all that. You found ways to make it literally your life's work and to make a living off of it, to support yourself and thrive with it. And I, I mean, there are going to be some people who are saying, um, yeah, and, and I'm saying this because there are some people who don't see that possibility. And so I love that you've been able to, you know, not just uh, be this child with a, a, you know, a big vision and passion and all of that, but you are able to put it into a practical life plan for yourself. So, yes. And it has been both a joy, a tremendous joy and bliss and an incredible challenge. I believe it. I completely get that. Yes. Like, you know. You think just going to the job is tough? Try making the job every day. I, I well, and that so that's what speaks to the level of of passion and uh, and commitment to that passion yes. that you have to have in order to be able to allow it to be your career and how you support yourself and all of that. Abs- I, yeah, I, I get that absolutely. I saw a rock star interview one time, of which I've watched and read about 10 million. Um, and this guy said, I forget who it was, but he said, if you as as an as a young artist or you know, as as a musician, if you can do anything else in life, do it. Right? Yeah. And if you really can't, then you are full on. This is your destiny. This you have to do it. And you have to do it with everything you've got. I believe it. I believe it. There are just some things you cannot sacrifice. If you know that like your soul is going to be crushed by doing anything else, you cannot do that to yourself. I I, I wholeheartedly get that. Okay. 
Okay, Jeff. So thank you. Thank you for sharing a little bit there, helping us. Yeah. Ooh, right. You've got such good gesticulations. I love it. You're always like dancing and doing haiku over there. That's energetic haiku. Absolutely. Okay. Mm -hmm. So, well, thank you. Thank you for recognizing that. I love being in the flow of that. And I am now going to ask you, I've got a few questions here for you. Of, of, of course, of course, Jeff helps me with these questions with him. And so it's awesome sauce. But I'm going to ask you, Jeff, the first question is, you have a quote. This is one of Jeff's quotes. At its best, creativity is a way for us to be seen, expressed, and connected. I love that quote. And I would love for you to explain that further. Absolutely. One of my best lines, I got to say. <laughs> Okay, so what, is this, what does this all mean? How do we dig into this? Well, in this world, so let me say how I got to this. Yeah. I have had what I would say pretty solid success in creative fields. Um, you know, never hit the top of the, you know, charts or anything like that, but, but a lot of success. And what I realized is at its best, creativity really is about being seen, expressed, healed, and connected. Okay. And in the modern culture, you know, of like celebrity and this and that, this really gets lost. And it's too bad um, because it is the truth, at least according to me. Um, so let me explain this a little bit. To be seen. Typically in this world, I believe most people are not seen. If you're driving down the freeway or walking down the street, you're, you know, you're barely noticed right? Then you've got your next level of people. And that's like maybe people you work with or you kind of see at the, at the coffee shop, you know, those kinds of things. They may sort of know you and see you and get you in a way, but probably not that much. And they probably don't really care all that much either. And then you've got your inner circle. And that would be, you know, your really good friends or your partners, or your kids, or your family or something like that. And hopefully, they do see you and understand you. But in my experience, they typically don't see all the parts of you. They don't really get the whole picture. So that's the scene part. What is okay. expressed all about? Well, in my definition, expressed is really just moving from the potential to the actual, okay? So think of a dancer who's sitting on in the corner Saturday night, that disco ball spinning around, the beats thumping, right? She is not expressed as a dancer until she gets out on the dance floor and starts shaking it. Right. So that's the expression. It's just the doing of the thing. Okay. okay. So about being healed through our creativity. Well, I believe that pretty much anyone who has created anything with authenticity and vulnerability understands that there is a healing in this process. And this process does not need to, is not necessarily cathartic, right? Although that is where a lot of great creativity comes from. Oh, you know, this heartbreaking thing, I'm going to write a book about it. Great. There is catharsis there. But it can also be celebration, right? There's healing in celebration. So what's the healing in a love song? It's the healing of like, now I have my love and, you know, all these lonely nights are, you know, past that kind of thing. As a matter of fact, there probably is a song like pretty much exactly like that. Now that I think about it. <laughs> it probably is. <laughs> it probably is. 
Okay, so when we are seen, expressed, and healed through our creativity, we give our gift of creativity to the world. And that is not necessarily Madison Square Garden, top of the you know, New York Times bestseller list, something like that. The world can be to one person and really, truly even yourself, okay? When you give the gift of creativity to the world, you become the gift because you show others that they can be seen, expressed, and healed. And when we do this, we then elevate creativity from just like, oh, that's a pretty color, or that was an awesome haiku, to like being in this secret ninja army that helps the world connect, okay? Because creativity at its best is a way for us to connect. When you think of your favorite songs, your favorite books, your favorite movies, paintings, all this stuff, the reason why it's so powerful is because we're, we're connecting with the intention of that artist, that character, or that story, or that melody, or that lyric, or whatever it is. So that makes being a creative so much bigger than like, you know, just, just you know, fame and fortune. Right. It's like you're in the secret ninja army. And of course we all oh, I love that. that. You're in the secret ninja army, Kim. I know it. You, you are too, Jeff. <laughs> I know. We're creative warriors. I know. We're doing the thing. Doing the thing. Totally right. doing the thing. Uh, I love that. It's Okay. So especially when you included the word, all the words in that are awesome. Seen, expressed, connected. And my favorite one is when you, you threw in healed. Mm -hmm. I love, love, love that. So, okay. So <clears throat> why do you believe so few people are living lives of purpose, connection, creativity, and love. Yeah. Well, uh, I believe that when we are born, when we are little kids, we are built, literally built with all of that, right? We just yes. have that love and that playfulness and that expansiveness and curiosity, like all these beautiful things. And that's great. And if you watch a typical kid grow up, what happens is at some point they start to become a little self-conscious, you know, right? There's somebody, somebody tells them something, oh, that's not good, or you're not good enough or smart enough, or they get these kinds of messages, right? So they start to tamp it down and tamp it down and tamp it down. Because one of the things we all want as humans is to be part of the tribe. It's to be part of, of the group. Right. And back, Belong. way back in the to belong and way back in the day if you got booted out of the tribe you would die like you can't live alone in the woods forever you know yeah. so this is kind of part of our biology and our whole system the unfortunate part is that it's been amplified so much through so many systems including you know marketing messages oh, um you know educational system peer groups family you know, even government, you know, things like this. So if you get these messages and you believe them, you're, you're in trouble, right? right. You, need, you need to really tune into who you are and open up and first know who you are, because without that, like, what, what are you doing? Exactly. You have to know who you are. Absolutely. Yeah. So you know who you are. And then you know, you find 
what really lights you up and uh i i like this uh concept from japanese culture called ikigai okay you, you know this right yeah i'm a little yeah i'm familiar with it okay so it's the intersection of what you love what you're good at what the world needs and what the world will pay for right if you can hit that sweet spot where you got all four of those things going, the Japanese call it a reason for living, right? It is just this beautiful life because you can move within what you, you know, what you love and what you're good at and what the world needs and what somebody is going to pay you for, right? I think a lot of people find that really challenging. To it do. is really challenging. Yeah but it's also really possible. Like it's more that. possible now than any time in human history. Yeah. Okay. Let's just be clear about that. <laughs> Say more about that. Say more about how, how that is. Uh, a lot of people are discovering that for themselves already, but for anyone who's, who's feeling still somehow stifled or stuck, or maybe they're simply um, being held back by fear to mm -hmm. make those changes, to really let their ikigai, you know, click into place. Um, right. What added thoughts do you have well, about that? Well, first of all, let me say getting paid to be the biggest truth of who you are is fantastic, but it's not necessary to get paid for it. Okay. People get confused okay. about this. Okay. If you love to paint and you can't sell a painting anywhere you go, keep painting because you love to paint yeah right getting paid is just it's almost like the bonus right right so that is like you know the first message in there understand what you love who you are and just do the thing that expression we talked about right just do the thing from there we need to think more creatively you know if you want to get paid because some people don't even want to get paid doing their thing Right. <laughs> so I, I played with this amazing guitar player in college. Amazing. Like this guy was so good. And the band's starting to take off. And I'm like, okay, we're going to go on tour. We're going to make money. We're going to, you know, we're going to work on this. And he's like, eh, working on it sounds like work. I just want to jam. Okay. <laughs> So that's what happened. We just jammed and it was, it was still was awesome, but who knows what that band could have been. Yeah. So different strokes for different folks. Yeah. Yeah. And, that, and that's totally fine. Right. It, it, yeah. It's, it's what you need. And, you know, I, I knew another guy who's a great drummer. He was also like a double PhD who was, who was like designing the next level of, of air traffic control. Like this guy was very highly paid, very highly educated, and and he he loved to drum. And this dude, you know, we jammed, we played, and he was like, he was like, I don't, I don't particularly care about making money with my music. I got a, I got a great day job. I can buy any drum on earth, you know. I'm, I'm like, okay, well, that's a good strategy too. Kind of wish I could do that, you know. <laughs> I, I you have the better gig the the gig where you get you actually get paid for doing what you love and what allows your soul to be expressed creatively 
um, I mean, I think it's important for everyone to do what, you know, what have the right combination that works for them as long as they're happy and their soul's singing. Um, but I, you know, I don't know to do anything that's not really making your soul sing just because that's what makes you money to that. I don't, that's, that doesn't, that, you know, hmm. Different, like you said, different strokes. Like yeah, some, pe exactly. some people say like, I just want a steady paycheck and then I can yeah. live my life over here. You know, I've never been like that and you've never been like that, but you know, different people, there's a lot of ways to do life. Yeah. And well, for many years, I, you know, I was working with that, that structure and I just got to a point. It's like, I can't do this anymore. I really, like I literally cannot do this anymore. Mm -hmm. Um, oh, yeah. Okay. Ah. So. Exactly. Ah. <laughs> I mean, many of your listeners currently have that feeling. Ah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Um, so, okay. So what are your thoughts on, you know, why? So how do you define the comfort zone and mm. how can a person get out of it? The comfort zone. Well, the comfort zone, as you are, as you well know, is a great zone because it's so comfortable, Right. And there's nothing wrong with being comfortable, you know, emotionally in business, creativity, relationally, all those things. The comfort zone is there for a reason. We need to be comfortable and secure sometimes. The problem is when we are in the comfort zone all the time. Yeah. Because the comfort zone is great for comfort, but it kind of stinks for growth, for expansion, right? Because if you're comfortable, why would you go anywhere? Right. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So how do you get out of the comfort zone? Well, imagine like literally a circle as your comfort zone. You're in the middle of the circle there somewhere. So it's time. You're like ready to rock. It's time to get out of that comfort zone. Well, you don't have to go 40 miles outside of the comfort zone. I would suggest going a step or two outside of that comfort zone. But here's the deal. You got to stand there and be uncomfortable. Step outside of the comfort zone and whatever this is, whether it's a new thing at work or creatively or public speaking or whatever your deal is, whatever you choose, just stand out there in the discomfort and feel it. Okay. And here's what's going to happen. This is the magical, beautiful thing of it. While you're being so nervous about this discomfort, the comfort zone will expand to meet you. Before you know it, you'll be inside the comfort zone again. And we're like, huh, no, no, it wasn't really that bad. Okay. Right. So what do you do? Step out another foot or two or 10 outside of the comfort zone. Feel the discomfort and boom, expansion again. Do this every day, every time it comes up, little ways, big ways, whatever. And your comfort zone will expand. But besides your comfort zone, you're literally the richness of your life will expand, right? Because all these things outside of the comfort zone are essentially things you've never experienced before. It's kind of what the comfort zone is, right? Yeah. So you get out there and it's like, oh, wow, I can do that. This kind of person is really kind of cool. Or, you know, who knew I could watercolor behind my back, you know, I, whatever. So... So step outside the step outside of your comfort zone by taking that first action to do something different. Yep. Step outside the comfort zone, stay there, 
feel the discomfort. The comfort zone expands to meet you. Step out again. Rinse, wash, Love repeat. It. Yes. Love it. And I think I, I like, there's like two key words in that. It's, it's that take that step first, like do the thing that takes you out of it. Mm -hmm. And then you said, feel the discomfort. And I feel think that. that's the thing that as soon as a person goes, okay, I'm going to do it. I've psyched myself up. I'm, I'm getting out there. And then they go, oh crap. And because it doesn't feel good, right? Because they're not comfortable with it. And right. then they revert back. Never mind. <laughs> Exactly. And we've and all done it. We've all done it. <laughs> we've all done it. And it's such a good point, right? We do things that are comfortable, that feel good. We're biologically programmed for this, right? Neurologically, physiologically. But that, and that, that makes sense in a lot of cases, but it doesn't always make sense, right? So if you're going towards a goal and you want this, you must feel that discomfort to grow. It's just the only way to do it. Yeah. It's, and know that it's a feeling that's going to pass. You, you feel it, you let it, I say, let it flow, you know, to you and through you. Mm -hmm. And, and that's to me, then that's the next phase where you just talked about how your, um, you said, you know, the comfort, the new comfort zone grows and expands around you. Some, something to that effect. Right? Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. It's because you allowed yourself to feel it. So I love that. Those are great words. So Last question I have for you is what techniques can someone use to diffuse their inner critic? That would be that, that voice stepping mm. in the way, you know, making them revert back or never take that first step to the new yeah. thing. The inner critic, uh, -na -na, right? Which I like to call and I call in my book. Uh, I'll put this up here for a minute. Right? Yes. I'm going to pop it up on the screen one more time. Um, I definitely encourage everyone to check this book out, Not Effing Around, The No Bullshit Guide for Getting Your Creative Dreams Off the Ground. I have only read part of it, but I loved it. It's one of these books you do not want to put down. So um, yeah, I definitely recommend that. Okay, Beautiful. continue on. And, and something I would like to say about that book, um, Not Effing Around has the acronym NFA. Right. Okay. Say more about that. NFA, not effing around, living a life of joy and truth and expansion, growth. That is NFA. And that is kind of like one of my one of my many taglines that I love to throw around. I get people, you know, texting me and emailing me from all over the freaking world. I'm so NFA. I'm getting into the NFA. You know, for a while I wasn't NFA and then I got into the NFA. I'm like, awesome. Bring it. Keep it coming. That's awesome. I, you know, I think that, uh, and I, I know I used this with you once before, but I think the, the FA, the effing mm -hmm. around leads to being effing awesome and, or the not, <laughs> the NFA leads to FA. So that's my take on it. Exactly. I love it. Beautiful. Now I believe I was supposed to answer a question. <laughs> I forget what it is. Okay. Little diversionary. Yeah. Yeah. We'll come on back. So what are your thoughts on, you know, what techniques can someone use to really diffuse that inner critic? Inner critic, right, exactly. The inner critic, or as I like to call it, the ick. Mm -hmm. uh, that's good. I like that. You have a good sound effect. You want to do that one again? The uh, ick. Yeah, exactly. Thank you. We're such a good tag team on this. I love it. Yeah. Okay. I'm ready. Whatever's next. Yes. Okay. So the inner critic is within our psyches for a reason and the reason is to keep us safe 
okay? And there is a good reason to be safe in plenty of circumstances. You don't want to go doing cartwheels at the side of the canyon. That, the inner critic's like, bad idea, right? Or, you know, shouting out obscenities to your boss, you know? Again, inner critic, not a good idea. These kinds of things. However, in the modern world, the inner critic seems to have gotten way out of place and, and amped up its energy and its influence within us in ways that are not helpful. And really, as a life coach, that's the big thing. What is helpful? What is good? Okay. So how do you quiet the inner critic? Okay. Well, first of all, I do these guided meditations uh, with electronic beats. I got all these beats and stuff. I'm an electronic music producer. so Okay. That makes sense. So we're not going to do that now. I'm not really set up for that. But... You sort of have to go subconscious. You have to get in and like really kind of communicate with almost like the personality of the inner critic. Personify it in a way. Okay. Let it understand that you are in charge of it. It is a part of you. There are many parts of us, and they're all they are all acting in service to the whole. However, sometimes some of these folks like the inner critic think they're so fantastic and they start shouting it out all the time right yeah so we need to let the inner critic know that it is not the boss that you are the boss but here's the real trick and this is counterintuitive but it works okay and that is when you when you come in contact with the inner critic you let them know that you're the boss you also thank them thank it him her whatever for its service to you. Thank you for keeping me safe. Okay. And I will let you know when I need you. Mm. Right. And then here's the big one. And you got to do this for reals or it's not going to work. You love the inner critic. You got to just shower that, that thing with love. And guess what? It will just, it's like, okay, sorry, I didn't understand the gig. You know, uh, I'll, I'll be cool, right? Kicks back. It's still going to come up, right, in your life. And then you just have the meeting again. You just, you know, there's, a, there's the right level and place for it. And if it gets too much, not good. I, I love that. You, I mean, I hear you talking about inner dialogue and, um, you know, self-love that to me, this is all part of that. Sure. And, and what was the other thing that was just showing up for me as you were talking about this, um, <clears throat> is a follow-up question. This is what was showing up is the follow-up question of, so what would you say to the person who's going, okay, I, I, okay, wow, this is awesome. I love this idea. I want to do this, but maybe they're still trying to discern what's their inner critic and what's really like you know, the, the, the person who's fully in charge of, of them. Um, if that makes sense, w yeah. what would you say for the person who's still in the process of trying to discern when there's a, a different voice kind of go taking place? Well, one thing they could do is call me and I'll do this guided meditation with them. Okay. But another thing they could do is sort of do the, do your own meditation, right? Yeah. When, when we're in active mode, when our brains are too active, it, it's basically, 
sort of a disaster in a lot of ways, right? We need to really sit down and practice meditation. And what will happen eventually, maybe not in the first five minutes, but you do this for a while, the truth of any situation will start to rise and it won't rise from your brain. We're, yeah, you know what yep. I'm talking keep, about. Keep talking, keep going. Keep talking, all right. <laughs> um, we think our brains are so great. And, you know, Kim, I know you have a brilliant brain and all your listeners have just beautiful brains out there. <laughs> exactly. So there's that. But the thing is, our brains tend to think they're running the show and they kind of take over. If you're trying to figure out some algorithm or some spreadsheet or figure out some map, great, use your brain, right? If you're trying to find out some truth about you, about the world, about relationships, about creativity, that's when you need to dive in or dip into your heart, yeah. your body, right? And that opens up a much greater wisdom than whatever your super smart brain can come up with. Right. It's a, it's just like we're a system. Right. And the system is in in the modern world and in the Western culture way out of balance. Right. I completely agree. Jeff, you're you're totally speaking like one of the recent interviews I did, the same exact topic came up. It's so important. I love that you're bringing it up again. The, I say to get out of your head, get into your body so you can drop into your heart yeah. and and let that flow. I mean, that's this. It's your heart that really informs your brain. As amazing as our brains are, I mean, the, that deeper truth comes from down here. So I, I love that you're infusing this into today's conversation and how a person can get out of their inner critic and discern and all that. I'll infuse this to any conversation I can, anybody will listen. <laughs> I love it. Okay, so Jeff, I do not want to end this conversation, and yet I can see our time is nearing the end. So will you tell everyone where can they go to connect with you and uh, learn more about you after today's conversation? Sure, stuff like that. Well, first of all, if you want the book, just head on over to Amazon.com. You may have heard of them. Uh, but really to get into like all my zillions of blog posts and videos and all this and that, you can just go to jefflizowitz.com. Hey, oh, look at that. <laughs> you are on top of it. Okay, <laughs> good. And when you go there, you can click around. And I'm happy to do complimentary coaching sessions with heart-centered humans. You know that's you. And creatives of any flavor. Put them together. Superpower, right? So please do. Sign up on Zoom and, you know, whatever. I'll talking to you shortly. Awesome. And I just want to spell that for everyone out there who's only listening to today's conversation. That is jefflizowitz.com, J-E-F-F-L-E-I-S-A-W-I-T-Z.com, jefflizowitz.com. Wonderful. Jeff, do you have any final words you'd like to share with today's audience before uh, I, I just kind of send you back to the lobby for a few moments? Sure. Um, Kim, I know your audience knows this already, but okay. I just have to say it anyway. You're freaking awesome. Oh, if this was like Facebook or something, I'd give a bunch of hearts right now. Thanks, Jeff. I appreciate that. <laughs> likewise, 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 likewise. And I, I'm just going to give everyone uh, a reminder of 
about this book. If you are in that space of like, oh, trying to, you know, get your creativity going and bust through that inner critic and all of this, this book is awesome. You will be inspired for sure. I know it. So definitely check out Jeff's book, Not Effing Around. Jeff, thank you so much for being here today. It really has been fun and hearing from you and being inspired with you. So thank you for being here today. Thank you for having me. I hope to haiku with you later. <laughs> Sounds good. Okay. So Jeff, I'm just going to drop you down into the lobby for a few moments and I'll see you there again real, real soon. Okay. So everyone say goodbye to Jeff and um, I'll see you again soon, Jeff. There we go. And oh my gosh, wasn't that awesome? Let me know down in the comments, wherever you are listening or watching today's conversation, whether it be Facebook, YouTube, any of the tons of podcast platforms, what is your takeaway? This is your moment to self-reflect, right? We don't want to put our energy into something and not actually be taking away from it, right? Not be gaining something new from it, right? So we shook off energy at the beginning so you could be fully present today. And I want to know what is coming up for you. What ahas, what insights. Maybe it's something that directly speaks to today's conversation. Maybe it's something that you were simply reminded of. It's like, oh, oh, there I am hearing that same message again. And maybe this is the moment that it gets more deeply integrated because you get to be you in this world. We want you to be you in this world. Like we said at the start of this, Jeff said at the start of this, there is no one else like you. And that is the gift that you are to the world. But first, you got to own it and love it first for yourself so others can love it and appreciate it too. So with that, again, I got to close out this show. If you'd like to connect with me beyond today's conversation, learn more about my coaching or guided meditation services, you can certainly go to kimoneilcoaching.com. If you'd like to support the show, you're welcome to buy me a coffee at buymeacoffee.com forward slash Kim O'Neill. But... I want to remind you, last but not least, definitely connect with today's guest, Jeff Lizewitz at jefflizewitz.com. Remember that every day is always a new day. Wherever you are today does not have to be where you are tomorrow. And every moment is a new opportunity to make a new choice, to choose a new feeling, to do something different, and to be more of you. Have an amazing day, and I'll see you all again soon.